We're all getting smurfed. We're headed back to Saturday mornings and watching cartoons on this brand new episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. Hello and welcome. If you're new to this show, we are so excited that you found us. And for our returning listeners, it's great to have you back. Well, if you love all things 80s and 90s, from music and movies to television and pop culture, then this is the podcast for you. I am one of your hosts, David, joined as always by my good friend, Rob. Ahoy, matey. Yeah, you've done that one uh, before. Have I? Yeah, the ahoy. See, they're all running together. They are running together. The other option was, uh, I was going to do a movie quote, uh, I'm an excellent driver. I'm an excellent driver. You know that movie? Um, I mean, there's lots of driving movies. Oh. That's pretty obscure, by the way. Wow, that's a, a Rain Man. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Had you done the voice, I would have been I like, yeah, I'm an excellent driver. Yeah. I thought it was fitting. Yeah, since we both have, I have a new driver in the house. Yeah, you ha- you're getting ready to have one. Yeah, and I had a driver already. He had his license when we were oh, in Japan. That's true. Yeah, I forget about that guy. Well, yeah, yeah we forget about that guy. Right. Yeah. We love him. <laughs> Just we the other, him. the other child we forget about. Yeah. Yeah. Him. So, well, on this podcast, Rob and I will travel back to the two decades that shaped not only our lives, but influenced the world for generations that followed. Each episode, we will develop and discuss lists of selected topics, or perhaps identify a significant event, movie, or whatever we recall from growing up in the 80s and 90s, providing some awesome memories, fun, and nostalgia along the way. With all that, Rob, what topic will we be covering for this episode? Yeah, today we are grabbing our... uh bowl of cereal we're finding our spot in front of the tv and we're going to look at our favorite cartoons from the 80s favorite cartoons from the 80s so cartoons are obviously a big part of my younger years in the 80s well i would say it was a big part of probably everybody's (laughs) younger years in the 80s for a lot of gen x kids uh there were basically a few times to get your favorite cartoons uh, one was before and right after school because um, they did do some cartoons. Yeah. And, yeah. But the second was like the Michael Jordan of cartoon times, the goat. And that was Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember getting up early and like you just said, uh, half a box of cereal. I used to take a half a box of cereal and I put it in a Tupperware bowl. And oh, then I'd smart. pour all the milk in and I would park in front of the TV. And for the next four or five hours, I was watching yeah, real good use of my time, by the way, watching <laughs> <laughs> cartoons. Um, yeah. And my dad would always get mad because he would come out and go, why is a half a box of cereal yeah. gone? Mm-hmm. I just bought it yesterday. And I would mm-hmm. be like, uh, it's in my Tupperware bowl. So, mm-hmm. And when I got older, I would actually put almost the entire box into yeah. a Tupperware bowl and did, eat that. So. Did you have a go-to cereal? I didn't. No. I, you know, no. I was a big- Fluctuated. I was a Captain Crunch yeah, fan. Okay, okay. I liked Honeycomb mm-hmm. a bit. Oh, Honeycomb's. God, Honeycomb was that's good. A good one. Uh, but I would say if I had to pick, if you like mm-hmm. put me against a wall and said choose, Cocoa Pebbles was pretty good. Oh. Uh, well, Cocoa Pebbles or Cocoa Krispies, they're yeah. about the same, you know. Just yeah. shape. Uh, yeah. Consistency might just be a little bit off. but uh, To this day. I my wife will buy me life cereal. Life is good. I love it. But cinnamon life is yeah, superior. Cinnamon life is. If you're gonna get yeah. if you're gonna get life cinnamon, what I don't like about life as I've gotten older is 
Uh, if you don't eat it within 30 seconds, Smushy. it turns into a mush. Oh, it is mush. And uh, it's yep. not much fun after that. So, um, But I do like Life Cereal. Um, I I care for Cracklin' Oat Bran a great deal nowadays. Um, oh, okay. That sounds like an old person cereal. No, but you got to get, right get that fiber in there. And then the, sh- the Frosted Mini Wheats because uh, I get a little sugar and, again, the fiber. Yeah. So we'll I, I love that our podcast has now gone to fiber. Um <laughs> As 40-something-year-olds, it's very important. You know, got to lay off the sweets, yeah. well, right? I, I, my kids still get Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and I, I still I do steal that, too. Of them, yeah. But I'll I do second-guess it as I'm reaching for I it. never second-guess any cereal. I like it. Uh, I'm kind of like Jerry Seinfeld in that. I just like cereal. We have, like, five yeah. different kinds oh, all yeah, the time. Yeah, we always have. My so. wife is a deal shopper, yeah. so she finds all the deals. Uh, Ice-T has been pitching Honey Nut Cheerios a lot lately. So considering what? he used to be the cop killer uh, <laughs> rapper, and now he's saying we should eat that because it's good for our heart. Wow. You know, okay. I like uh, okay. I like Honey Nut Cheerios. I mean, if Ice Tea's promoting, I guess I, yeah. I should do it. I think it's an odd thing that we go from the Ice Tea we knew as youth to him saying yeah. uh, we should be doing uh, good things for our heart. But and, this is what yeah. happens. So. Wow. Heart healthy, <laughs> heart healthy iced tea. Heart healthy iced tea. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would have never thought that back in the day, no. but uh, here we are. Wouldn't that be a funny conversation yeah. to like go back when he's like the height of cop killer? Yes. And go, okay, I just want to let you know, here in another 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. You are going to be promoting heart health and uh, by promoting Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Yep. And he's going to say. He's going to say no. He's going to say inappropriate things. I'm no sellout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, you could also tell him he's going to be on Law & Order SVU yes. for the next 30 years. Yes. And then he'll know that too. He'll be like, so, whatever. He'll be like, no, no, no sellout. Yeah. yeah. You're, Cash those checks real fast. Well, anyway, we derailed from our serial well, and, and conversation just to, from just to, Ice-T. Just to correct, this isn't just Saturday morning cartoon. No, no, it's any 80s it's cartoon 80s, okay. that you wanted. Yep. Uh, it's just uh, 80s were pretty synonymous with focusing on Saturday morning mm-hmm. seemed to be like the prime time. Like they don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, there's channels that just show cartoons all day long, but yes. we legitimately waited for Saturday mm-hmm. to sit down and watch cartoons. And like yeah. I knew what time my favorite ones came on. Um, I, in fact, I remember at the end of summer before school would start, they would actually do a 30 minute primetime episode telling you which cartoons were debuting oh, that yeah, fall. Yeah. And it yeah. would actually give you the time slots for yeah. your favorite cartoons if yeah. some were coming back, things yeah. like that. So um, they, it was a big deal. Like cartoons were the thing. And now they're not. So I feel mm-hmm. bad that uh, kids don't enjoy that or get mm-hmm. to experience that enjoyment mm-hmm. of like looking forward to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now, now they can just pull up Cartoon Network yeah. or whatever they want or YouTube and just yeah. watch anything. Yeah. So. No, that's... Like you said, you had to work for some of those things in well, the that's 80s. Right. That's right. Can't just uh, get them off of the get them off of the internet and uh, do whatever you want at that time. And you had so. to wait through the commercials. You couldn't stream through oh, the yeah. commercials or fast forward. Or you had to run to the bathroom and back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you didn't miss anything. Or that's yeah. when I went and got another bowl of cereal. That's right. So <laughs> that would be that'd be prime you time ate, to get more cereal. Ate the other half. Got to eat the other half. Right. right. So. Well, Cowabunga dudes, grab some pizza and the remote, and let's tune in for our favorite cartoons of the 1980s. Let's throw on a swimsuit and dive headfirst into a vault full of gold and concussion notwithstanding. Rob, flip on your number 10 cartoon. <laughs> My number 10. All right. Is a, is a cartoon called Cops. Cops. Central organization of police specialists. Fighting crime 
in a future time. Protecting Empire City from Big Boss and his gang of crooks. Oh. All caps. All caps. It's an acronym. Stands for Central Organization of Police Specialists. Oh. Uh, the tagline was fighting crime in a future time. Oh, I remember that tagline. Yep, yep. But I didn't watch that cops too much. It lasted one season. Oh, okay. Uh, tells the story of a futuristic group of super cops. Uh, they're protecting the empire. Uh, it's called Empire City from uh, Big Boss. Uh, he leads a gang known as the Crooks. Uh, each member of uh, the cops had a unique ability. So, for example, uh, Bulletproof. Oh, they all had like code names. So Bulletproof, uh, he was bullet resistant, had uh, had a, like a cyber uh, robotic torso. You had long arm, checkpoint, apes, uh, airwave, barricade. <laughs> then the Crooks group was uh, led by uh, Big Boss, and he had like kind of that uh, classic uh, gangster. Yeah, see? Yeah, because uh, people talk like that in yeah, the 80s. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, Turbo Two-Tone was his getaway driver. Big Mama was his mom. <laughs> Uh, misdemeanor, Nightshade, Berserko, Dr. Bad Vibes. So much about this. Yes. He was a mad scientist, and he had this big glass dome on top of his head that showed his brain. Did they make toys for this show? Oh, yeah, sure oh, they did. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, oh, Buttons McBoom Boom. That was my, he was he was a bad guy, that but was, he had a, he had a, a, good uh, name. a set of machine guns that came out of his chest. But, that is a good and name. And then Bulletproof, he was the head guy. He was the lead guy. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, the, oh, um, the backstory on him is he's uh, opening cartoon, the, the pilot. He's chasing Big Boss. He runs into a wall. He needs. A, he, he he's not gonna walk. No. Yeah. Unless can't do that. Unless he gets a robotic body. I um, gotcha. So there was a you know the kind of a almost a robo cop. Yeah. Uh, kind of backstory to without it. without as much excessive violence. Yeah. As the yeah, actual yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, and I remember that one playing. Uh, well, ro- but, robots are big in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. the, it had kind of a classic montage where. Uh, they were reading off all the characters and they had like a computer screen and it was like uh, the schematics of the person and they would say, no. uh, Bulletproof, a.k.a. blah, blah, blah. And then it would do a little spinny thing of his figure and it would tell what his uh, his uh, yeah. statistics were and what his powers were. It was something. It's a cool show. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, cops. Well, that's a good start. By the way, before we go, since this is a, a high probability of crossover, what's our over-under on this? Ooh. Three? I'll say Three. I'll say three. I, uh, yeah, three. I'm gonna yeah. go three because I think there's three that there's if aren't they aren't on your three, list, I'd be yeah. I'd be shocked. I mean, so. there's three to four just mandatory yeah. cartoons. Well, my number ten might not be a mandatory one, and it's not futuristic, but it was nevertheless completely awesome, and it was Mr. T. Catch the action, catch the mystery on my show, the best show, Mr. T. Uh, came out in 1983. Uh, this concept of this show is fantastic. Mr. T coaches a gymnastics team, uh, and they travel to compete in tournaments and then get involved in yeah. certain mysteries. Uh, so all that seems reasonable. Uh, at the beginning of each show, the actual Mr. T would explain the entire plot. What? So if you didn't want to watch the show, I guess was he would he just tell you exactly I, what would happen. I'm gonna, I, I've, never, yeah. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, it's fantastic. Was it a real Mr. T, like in real life? or so was no. he, he At the beginning, the real Mr. T tells you what the episode's oh, okay. going to be, and then it was a oh, cartoon okay. Mr. Okay. T Got running it. around Got the it. gymnastics team. Got it. And the best part about the show was he spent the entire show slipping in subliminal messages, which, by the way, in the 80s was a big deal, uh, slipping in like oh yeah, trying to teach kids good yeah, things. Yeah, there was a message. Uh, but he put his messages in, and he'd have really good ones. Like He goes, he'd be talking, and then he'd just go, hey, kids, drink milk. 
And then he would say, like, stay in school, <laughs> don't do drugs. And then he'd be tell people to, like, eat an apple and stuff like that. So throughout the entire episode, he would just be like, hey, kids, drink milk. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Mr. T, it was fantastic. I look forward to it on Saturday morning. He ran around with, uh, I think there was a dog, too, that was, like, part of the uh-huh. gymnastics team. But, yeah, Mr. T, can't go wrong with that. Wow. So. Yeah, I did, I've never, I have saw it on a lot of lists, and I remember it being a cartoon, but I don't oh. know if I ever caught it. Wow, yeah, that was a good one. Wow. Yeah, All drink right. milk. I'll drink never forget milk. him telling me to drink milk. Yeah, the the yeah. Uh, the moral message always was plays is prominent in prominent. a lot of these all eighties like, cartoons. All. They they had to put in. It's like the, we got to tell the kids to do good things because yes. apparently in the eighties we were a bunch of hoodlums. That's right. So they were trying to get us on the we right were, track. We were hoodlums. Yeah. Uh, okay, my number nine. Nine. Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah, Inspector it ran eighty three to eighty six. Uh, I think I watched it on um, syndication. Yeah, probably because I don't know that I was watching eighty three to eighty six, but I was at the babysitter kind of that mid eighties on, and so I think I caught it in syndication. But uh, he's a dim witted cyborg police inspector. He's fighting Doctor Claw and his mad organization uh, MAD. Um, his niece Penny. And her dog Brain yes. are kind of the ones behind the scene. He's kind of bumbling around, but they're really the ones on her little supercomputer and her her book. And um, it was voiced by Don Adams, uh, which is uh, the Get Smart guy. Yeah, um, he had a uh, kind of was made to be kind of a Peter Sellers like uh, Inspector Clouseau kind of thing. Um, gosh, uh, oh, uh, his catchphrase is "Go go gadget!" Insert. Oh, thing yeah. and so like he had go go gadget binoculars he had arms, an umbrella yeah. coat copter cuffs hands um arms uh neck he had a phone that was in his uh thumb, thumb. and his pinky say what you want about that show uh the go go gadget is a part of like yeah. culture now yeah, people yeah, yeah. when people say stuff like that they'll be like oh yeah go go gadget pen you know what i mean something like that um he had uh, skates or blades he had springs um metro city was where he was protecting um uh, oh, he had a cool car. He did have a cool, cool car. It was the, the gadget mobile, and it yeah. kind of turned from a van. And to the bad a, guy was just a hand looking yep, at a TV with, a, with yep. a cat. Yep, and he had a, like had spikes on his wrist and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I also, uh, he had a message at the end of his shows. He always did. And so I just rewatched an episode, and it, it took place in a circus. Nice. And the, was the it sa- be nice to clowns? The safety the message, message at the end was basically like. Uh, not doing those things because they're done by professionals and oh, so yeah. make sure you're like wearing a helmet and you know anyway yeah. so i thought yeah but yeah Side inspector gadget that was one that played heavily ro- you know was on heavy oh, rotation yeah. at the daycare at the at the babysitter so side note no kid in the 80s wore a helmet to do anything no i always uh told my kids now because they had to wear helmets when they rode bikes i always said uh in my neighborhood if you wore a helmet you better be able to ride a bike really fast yeah because if we catch you yeah uh <laughs> It's going to be a problem. <laughs> well, actually, the, like, why are you a couple of summers ago, we were camping, and uh, the campground that we were at, uh, um, m- you had to wear a helmet. Yeah. And um, I was like, ah, whatever. I said, Let's tell the kids, just go ride your bike. And the kids said, Mom said we're supposed to wear a helmet. And I was like, just go. Well, then it was like, it was a big deal. Yeah. Like, and this, the park ranger, they're going to find you. And so they were selling helmets yeah. at the thing. So my kids had to run around with Great. And I was like, what? Well, anyway. it's fine now. Now you have to wear the helmets. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Inspector Gadget, that's uh, that's good. Yeah. 
All right. Well, my number nine is an action cartoon. It was called Mask. Right, so this came out in 1985. Also, an acronym stands for Mobile Armored mm-hmm. Strike Command. Uh, it was a French-American cartoon. I actually never knew that. Uh, the organization they fought against was Venom. So it sounds really bad. Uh, there's a little sounds like a little bit of a GI Joe vibe on yeah, that one, but that's yeah. okay. Um, bottom line is, I had the toys. They were awesome. They were vehicles that changed into fighting machines, mm-hmm. and the cartoon was basically good versus bad. And I got to see the toys that I played with in live action. Um, and that good versus bad element seemed to be a big 80s theme, mm-hmm. um, you know, Cold War type stuff and things yeah, like yeah. that. So, yeah. but yeah, Mask, I had the Chevy Blazer Ooh. that uh, the little gun turret would pop mm-hmm. up on the back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I always wanted the Camaro. I didn't get the Camaro. It had the, yeah. the flying doors on it so you could fly. I didn't get that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Mask. So I, I watched it. that cartoon. I love it. I love it. So. Yeah, I clearly remember that one. That was one that... Um, the commercial, for some reason, I remember the commercial breaks on that one. I, where it'd be, uh, we're, we're on a mission. We'll be right back. Oh, and, yeah. And then it would go to a serial commercial or, yeah. you know. Uh, They're on a mission. They yeah. want you to sit at the edge of your seat mm-hmm. and wait mm-hmm. through those commercials. Mm-hmm. But those commercials, like you just said, were serial toys, oh. uh, sell everything to kids. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so there you go. Love it. Uh, my number eight. Number eight. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, it's a good one. Not action related. Nope. But uh, it's in 1989, so we're getting towards yeah. the end here. The final episode aired in 1990, so it only ran uh, for the year, but it ran uh, from 90 to 93. It was on uh, the Disney Afternoon. Yes. And that's what I remember. It's coming home from school, and you had Chippendale. You had uh, Tailspin. You had uh, uh, DuckTales. There you it is. You had uh, Darkwing Duck, that whole lineup there. So, yeah, that's a, that's a juggernaut of shows right there. It's a lot of ducks. Um, but you have Chippendale. There are two chipmunks who start a detective agency. Uh, with their friends uh, Gadget, Hackwrench, and Monterey Jack, who's a rat. Of course. And then Zipper is a soul fly that runs around. Um, they deal with uh, crimes, and it usually has something to do with a pet. Like uh, the, the there's human stuff going on, but they're usually trying to solve something with within the pet world. Yeah. Um, they are. They find themselves going up against uh, a Fat Cat, uh, who's the <laughs> the main guy. Um, Oh, interesting enough, the the main theme was sung by uh, was sung and recorded by the Jets. Oh, nice! Remember the Jets? I yeah, do. The, the group. Eighties um, group. It's a good theme song. Uh, yeah, uh, it was along with Tailspin and the third series Double O Duck, which became Darkwing Duck. That, that rounded out the afternoon. Nice. Uh, but and actually, uh, Disney uh, invested twenty million dollars um, uh, in Ducktales. Oh. Then invested twenty eight million in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, so they were it's a lot for only one year. They were riding a so, lot on Chippendale. Uh, did gonna... you notice uh, when you watched it or looking back on it now? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is dressed like Indiana Jones, and yes. the other is dressed like, like Magnum uh-huh. Pi. Yeah, yes, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they took two uh, big uh-huh. time uh, action stars yep. in the Tom Selleck and the Harrison Ford and dressed them like that's that. right. So yep. that's pretty good. So that's my number eight. Yeah. That was oh. another one that was nice. My, was my afternoon. Nice. After school. Yep. Well, my number eight is also animal themed. It is Thundercats. Thunder, 
1985, The Plot. Um, it's it's an interesting plot. It's about powerful cat-like people on a planet called Third Earth. Mm. So do that with whatever you want. Right. Uh, I just remember the cool sword, mm -hmm. and they yelled out. Mm -hmm. What did they yell out? Thundercats? 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 Thundercats. Ho. And you got to throw the hoe in there. Yep. Uh, they had some weird little animal named Snarf uh, for no apparent <laughs> reason that ran around and it made did. a bunch of noise. Uh, I think that was the name of it. But yeah, yeah I think Snarf, Snarf is right. Snarf. Uh, they had pretty cool names like Lion-O, mm -hmm. Cheetara, yeah. uh, Tigra, Panthro, Tiger, Tigra, Panthro. Oh, yeah. He was the bald-headed yeah, one. He was kind of kind of the one. tough guy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, names ending in O were popular for mm -hmm. cat people. Mm -hmm. Everything just throw an O on the end mm -hmm. of it. Uh, and I that's know. the way it goes. But yeah, Thundercats, this would be on, this was an afternoon yeah. uh, after yeah. school cartoon. But uh, yeah, I remember coming home and they had nice hair. Uh, they did. The, the uh, Lino, Lino had Lino crazy had hair. Great had mane of great, hair. A yeah. great mane of hair. He uh, could have been in a hair metal band for sure. I Easily. I thought, I would have thought this was a, would have been higher on your list. Higher on my list. What was wrong at number eight? I, I mean, think this is already at number eight. I think you've making. Got some, you've got some great ones. Oh, yeah. It, I think making my top 10 is. It, an award in itself, wow, by the way. Okay. So number eight. Yep. Thundercats. Thundercats. Yes. Uh, there was a gosh. I'm, I, it's been racking my brain, but there was a hip hop song, rap song, and they they used thunder, thunder, thundercats in, in the song, and I'm, I cannot place it. But anyway, all right. So that's my number. That was your number eight. Number eight. Okay. So my number seven. Right. Yes. Oh, also one of the uh, Disney. Sunday afternoon or uh, Disney afternoon lineup was DuckTales. Oh, DuckTales. Yeah. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. So it ran 87 to 90. Um, uh, and it ran on the Disney afternoon until 92. So there was a little crossover there. Uh, it follows Scrooge McDuck and his his three grandkids. He would do in Louie. They're in the town of Duckburg. Duckburg. Uh, and I didn't know this storyline, but apparently Donald Duck joins. The, well, I knew he's in the Navy, but he joins the Navy and leaves the kids with his uncle. So that's why that's how I said. Um, he's looking after his nephews. Um, I didn't even know that had a backstory. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, um, oh. Scrooge came to America when he was a young, when he was young, learning how to work smarter, not harder. And mm -hmm. I have used that line with my kids in my classroom. There was an, a specific episode where he, I think he's, well, he's flashing back, and I think he's working on the river, and he's uh, fight, he's uh, challenging this other guy he, who's also got a riverboat. They each got a riverboat, and the one guy, they, I think they have a race on the river anyway, mm -hmm. and the one guy is just shoveling coal, just shoveling, 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 oh, yeah. like yeah. Well, Scrooge McDuck fashions this. Uh, scoop thing out of a bicycle and his suspenders and he's he's pedaling and it's just shoveling the coal in and he and that was his catchphrase was work smarter not harder and yeah. I've, I've actually used that story with my kids in my classroom but anyway that's good um uh oh the episodes usually are dealing with um villains trying to get to his fortune yeah and his number one dime that is up in this big tower uh they're racing for treasure or they're focusing on one of the characters but um uh it led to Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, so it kind of hit that and, and tailspin. Um, some of the characters, Gyro Gearloose, uh, Glitter and Goldie. My favorite, though, was Fenton Crackshell, who <laughs> was his accountant. Nice. But then he would secretly turn into a superhero named Gizmo Duck, and his secret word was blathering blatherskites. Oh. 
I gotta be. He would say that, and he'd spin and turn into Gizmo Duck. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I know Ducktales. I know it mostly for the theme song, which is a pretty good theme song. And I know, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, he dives into his oh yeah, swims around his vault of gold. Uh, Other than that, I don't think I really watched it. So the backstory you just gave me on that, I have more info about Ducktales than I ever thought I would have. In my life. Um, yeah. But yeah, I because by the time that came out in what, 89? Uh, I think 88 or 89 when it came yeah. out. Yeah, I was yeah. like 8th, 7th, 8th grade. So I was doing a little less of the DuckTales, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah. Um, and I do recall watching this. I mean, if I was watching, uh, I mean, I think I watched this probably too long. I okay. was probably watching it when I that's fine. As long as you're enjoying it, you but, can watch uh, it. There's nothing wrong with it enjoying a cartoon. Oh, the other right, character so. was Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad McQuack. He was his pilot, and then he that was. turned into Tailspin. Uh, Tailspin. Yeah. Yep. So. I do know that. Yep. Anyway. so Well, my number seven uh, is food-based, and it is The Gummy Bears. Um, this ran from 1985 to 1991. Um, I didn't watch it that long, uh, but I remember the early years. The show consists of the gummy bears going on adventures and fighting off evil. Because that's what you do. Uh, but what I remember the most about the Gummy Bears is their theme song. Fantastic. When you hit the chorus, it really gets going. Uh, this song had no business going this hard at 8 o'clock in the morning, by the way. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I remember it a lot for is I actually would look forward to Singing that song, and I still know that song to this day. But uh, yeah, that guy was so passionate about that song. First thing in the morning, just the way he holds that note of gummy bears. I mean, he gets he goes in on that thing. He did his job. He did he was a great hired job. Hired to do a job, and he did it. Yeah, he that was uh, he knocked it out of the park. So yeah, gummy bears. Oh wow. Hey, uh, I don't have that on my list, but when I was researching my shows, uh, there was I found quite a bit of stuff about the. The quality of that cartoon. There was a lot of there was a lot of effort put into the gummy bears to give it a production quality that was better than what a lot of stuff was that, that were cartoons at yeah. the time. And well, so, um, you need the production no quality. Slouch. No, you need the production quality because the show is about gummy bears, gummy bears. bouncing around through the forest, solving problems. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot mm-hmm. to work with on this, mm-hmm. by the way. But they made it work. They did make it work for seven years. Or something like that. So, yeah. All right. Well, my number six uh, ran from 87 to 96, and that is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Of course. Gotta have that. Um, uh, Franchise began as a comic book. Um, I had the Nintendo video game, the Nintendo card. I remember that one. Um, You've got uh, backstory is uh, kind of this... uh, Excommunicated uh, uh, ninja, I don't know, uh, takes uh, takes refuge in the sewer. Uh, turtles turn it, get ooze spilled on them. They turn into these humanoid type turtles. Yes, uh, he raises them. They name. Oh, oh, he also gets the ooze spilled on him. Yes, uh, and he turns into a rat. Mm-hmm. They name him Splinter. He raises them, teaches them, gives them names: Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Raphael. After the favorite Italian, his favorite Italian Renaissance. Yes, uh, Splin- artist Splinters. Splinters. Yeah, yes. um, because then, he's a rat with a lot of Italian Renaissance knowledge. Oh, yes. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he's fighting Shredder. 
yes. and his group Krang. Krang is this weird uh, tall guy, and he's got like a brain-looking thing, and it's kind of his torso. Uh, yeah. uh, Bebop, Rocksteady, Baxter, Baxter Stockman, his foot soldiers. Yeah. All right. Uh, April O'Neil is the the girl. Uh, Casey Jones. He's kind of this uh, um, vigilante. Vigilante. Yeah. Wears a soccer mask or soccer mask, hockey. a hockey mask with a hockey uh, stick. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I didn't know this that I that there was a, a storyline where they the, of the punk frogs. Did you know this? I didn't know about the punk frogs. No, the, it's a mute. It so it's the counterpart to the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay, uh, Krang created them to kind of fight the turtles, but uh, the frogs all speak with a Southern American accent. Yeah, it it's Attila the frog. <laughs> Genghis Frog, Napoleon Bonafrog, Rasputin the Mad Frog, and they're so they're named all after you know uh, villains in history or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that and then that has kicked off a whole. I mean, they're still around now. Oh We've yeah, got movies and um, and then uh, one of my favorite things I put down here was uh, in uh, Ninja Turtles Two. Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze um, was Vanilla Ice. Uh, Vanilla Ice's. Um, Ninja rap. Ninja rap. That's great. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Anyway, can't go wrong. Number six is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. If you can link ice, vanilla ice to any of that, then that makes it a quality choice. Probably should have gone to number one at that point. And the the movies did really well in the box office. Yeah. My favorite thing in the first. When you were talking about in the first movie, if you want to watch something that you thought was cool when you were a kid and go watch it now, when Splinter's training them to do. well, actually, he's training. Originally, he is in a cage, and he watches his master do kung fu, mm-hmm. and he practices it as this little animatronic rat, and then he goes and teaches the turtles <laughs> later. It's the funniest thing you'll ever watch. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. So, And the animatronic on that was not good. No. You'd think in 1989 or 1990 when that came out, they would have been able to do it, but it wasn't okay. good. So, oh, Here's a little connection to the 80s. Uh, uh, so the voices, two of the voices for the turtles, one was Corey Feldman. Yep. And one was Robbie Wrist, mm. and he was, if you remember back to uh, American uh, um, uh, American Eagle or uh, uh, Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle, sorry, yes. Iron Eagle. He was the little nerdy guy that mm. uh, does the computer. Perfect. And helps him. Helps, makes sense. helps him get overseas. But yeah, yeah so there's a little '80s uh, '80s uh, link con- connection. Yeah, anyway, that's great. Right. Connection. So that was my number six. Nice. Well, my number six uh, doesn't have to do with turtles. Uh, it is called Voltron. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe. Uh, this started in 1984, and this was really one of my favorite cartoons I remember at that age. Uh, five superhero types. Mm-hmm. You got five lion vehicles. They're all different colors. Um, they can fly and fight evil separately, but when it gets too much... And they really got to fight a big mm-hmm. uh, sort of animal, robot, whatever it is. They come together and they form Voltron. It's a huge robot with this yeah. gigantic sword. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I used to wait. I mean, it was going to happen every episode, and I loved waiting for when they formed together. Um, I had the toys. I had all five of the uh, lions so I could make the Voltron myself at home. Um, and it was a anime. Basically, it was a Japanese cartoon. I was going to say it was an anime. Um, yeah. yeah, and so it's funny, you know, the, obviously the when they translated the – uh, dubbing's a little off at times, but uh, this is a must-watch. Like I would come home after school, 
Voltron would be on. This is what mm-hmm. I would watch. I would get the toys and I would sit with the toys while I watched mm-hmm. the cartoon. So, yeah, I, I didn't. This was on my cutting room. I don't remember watching this. Oh so wow! I I know you missed it. out. I know of it, and I know, and I remember the the different. Co- there was a green one, and a red one, and a yellow one, and a, oh yeah, yeah, pink one. It was a black one. There was kind of a precursor to Mor- Mighty, Mighty Morphin. Morphin. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. You could okay. say they copied him. Yeah. Voltron's where it was at. Yeah, and he would that big head would come out. Right, he had uh, like huge sword. Yeah, like horns. Or it's fantastic. Anyway, great cartoon. No, it's a good one. Um, my number five is Masters of the Universe. Oh. Said, by the power of Grayskull. I used to refer to it as just He-Man, but yes. the, 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 I think the official title it's is He-Man. Masters you, of the Universe. Nobody so. calls it Masters. Um, I thought it was interesting that the, the action figure... The action figure uh, came out before the cartoon. Yes, so quite the, a bit. Like the action figure yeah. came out in eighty one, and mm-hmm. the cartoon came out in eighty three. So this. Well, they got the action figure out, and uh, I watched the documentary in this on yeah. Netflix. Uh, yeah. The toys that made us, or yeah. whatever it was called, yeah. yeah. And they made the toys, and then the toys were so popular, they basically came back and said, "Hey, we want a cartoon for this." Yeah. And they had to literally make up. They didn't have storylines. They yeah. didn't have anything because they were just toys. Yeah. Uh, so there was no backstory. There was no comic book. There was nothing to base it off of. So they just made up everything for the cartoon. Yeah. And you got what you got. Yeah. So. So uh, I put, uh, there was a, it was inspired by Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Which I didn't realize that. I mean, now you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, duh. Um, uh, created by Mattel. Mattel got, had a huge uh, market or corner of the market at this time. Yep. Uh, but it's, it's uh, you got Skeletor on the planet of Eternia. They're trying, he's fighting them. Uh, it's part medieval, uh, sword kind of thing, part sci-fi. Um, got some tech part stuff going on. Part a lot of things on. going yeah. on. <laughs> um, uh, you got Skeletor trying to prevent, uh, prevent him from conquering Eternia and discovering the secrets of Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Yeah. But then you had, uh, where was Skeletor? He was up on what mountain? Uh, he was on the purple. Yeah, I can't think about it. Um, anyway, uh, he had his uh, pet tiger Cringer. Yes, that was kind of this cowardly thing, and then it would turn into Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Um, yeah, had action figures and lunch boxes, and yeah. I mean, it was everywhere. I had, I had um, Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Uh, you had the Castle actual Grayskull? toy. Yes, oh my I had. Gosh. Wow. I had several He-Man characters. Um, characters like Man at Arms. Uh, his daughter Tila. There was a Orca skunk. was this weird thing that floated around. So that was made up for the cartoon. That wasn't even a character they had no. made a toy for, oh. but they wanted some like side st- yeah. slapstick humor. So they threw that in. Um, he made no sense. Ram Man. I forgot about Ram Man. Yeah. Uh, and then you had uh, many faces. There was a but, skunk um, character. Oh, Snake Mountain. Yeah, Skeletor. Snake Mountain. Yeah, he's Snake Mountain. There was a skunk character. Again, with the skunks. Yeah. I don't know no. what's what's going on with skunks had, in the 80s. Beast Man, Merman, oh, Evelyn. Lots of men. Yeah, Trapjaw and Triclops. But anyway, so yeah. that, that was one. Heavy rotation. Heavy was, rotation. He, he was everywhere. Everywhere. Man was everywhere. Yep. So. That's my number five. That is a solid choice and a classic. Everybody probably, mm-hmm. at least from a boy standpoint mm-hmm. in the 1980s, probably caught some He-Man mm-hmm. along the way. Well, there's the, they did an offshoot, She-Ra. She-Ra, yeah. 
my wife says her and her sister remember mm-hmm. She-Ra. So. Mm-hmm. Well, my number five is not as big and strong as He-Man, but I'm going to go with some childlike figures, and that's Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, this is really famous now with movies, obviously, but I used to just watch the cartoon when I was a kid. You had the Alvin, Simon, and Theodore, and their dad. Is it their dad, Dave? I, I've never understood how Dave – I think one of the movies just talked about he kind of inherited him or whatever, but he's kind of like their dad. But yeah, I don't know what the backstory uh, is there. Yeah, they didn't really get too far into it, so they live with Dave. And, of course, he does the famous uh, um, Simon, Alvin, mm-hmm. Alvin, and then he has to scream Alvin because he never pays attention. So. Oh, Okay. But of course, Alvin and Simon, or Alvin Chipmunk's pretty old. They yeah. had the Christmas song from back in mm-hmm. what the '60s or something. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been around for a while. But I remember the cartoon in the '80s, and what I remember about it is they would sing '80s cart, uh, '80s music. Uh-huh. So they'd do popular music from the radio, but it'd be the Chipmunks mm-hmm. singing it. So, um, yeah, it was on okay. after school, and uh, I think it crept into a couple Saturday mornings. But I think yeah. more after school. And but uh, I really liked them singing the popular songs in the. Uh, chipmunk voices mm-hmm. I always thought that was mm-hmm. funny so mm-hmm. but yeah Alvin and Chipmunks uh, they get into hijinks yeah. sing songs yeah. and Dave bails them out so yeah. and yeah. there was a whole uh, like they had girlfriends yeah there was like a girl set of the chipettes. Chipmunk, chipettes yeah. That's what it was. yeah so you had the chipettes and they basically just made three of the same female versions yeah uh, so that they all matched together one had glasses mm-hmm. one was a little silly and one was you know the leader of the mm-hmm. group yeah, the Chipettes. Yeah, that's another cartoon. I think several will mention. I, I think will come up. Are still holding strong. Like they. Oh, they make movies now. They're still mo- making movies now, right? Yeah. So they're still they've still got a place kind of in pop culture. Pop so. culture. Yeah, they've yeah. been well. They've been around a long time. Yeah. All right. My number four is one that you've already mentioned, uh-huh. and that is Mask. Ooh, yes. Um, Uh, yeah, you said 85 to 86. I don't really have anything else to add. Um, uh, IGN, which is a online uh, entertainment uh, deal, they voted Mask the 99th best animated series in 2009. Out of how many? Uh, um, I'm going to assume 100. 100? I don't know. Yeah. You just um, crept right in there. Yeah. Uh, that You talked about the toy. The the I did ha- – this is one of the rare ones on this. I actually had the toy. Uh, was um, I had Rhino. Oh, yeah. He was the semi-truck. Gotcha. Um, and he was uh, driven by Matt Tracker, uh, who was the head of uh, Mask. Um, but uh, Rhino was a Kenworth tractor rig. Oh. And I remember the it had a the front end had a battering ram. You push a button and the, the whole front grill would pop out like a battering ram. Um, had smokes oh the the smokestacks folded down and became uh, smokescreen cannons. Had an ejector seat. Yeah, um, had a that. rocket launcher. The whole back end of the truck came off, and it was a separate little uh, car, yeah. like an ATV. And then it had a radar dish that came out and turned around. So yeah, um, this is one that uh, oh, there's T-Bot. Do you remember T-Bot? He, I, he, he was the little robot, and the the Matt Tracker's son rode around on him. He'd go. Uh, he was he was another little side character. Matt yeah. Tracker's son was always getting in trouble, but um, great great soundtrack or great song. Great song. Um, Probably one of the best um, theme songs. Uh, better I, than Gummy Bears? It's not it better. It is better than Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. No if way. I can, 
you know. I cannot believe anything's better than gummy bears. <laughs> but yeah, I love my, gummy bears. That was my number four. Number four. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, and there was a, uh, you were talking about the vehicles, Jeeps. Uh, there was a Jeep. Do you remember the Jeep? It opened up. Yeah, yeah. And it shot a boat out on a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I love mask. Yeah. So, well, my number four is not as uh, cool as yours because you had the cool vehicles and action. Mine, obviously this was from when I was younger, is Jim Henson's Muppet Babies. So this is another cartoon from the 80s with a theme song that goes way too hard. Uh, and so it uh, it's it's one of my favorites. It's a little much for first thing in the morning, but I love it. You get up, you dance, you have a good time, right? So uh, the Muppet Babies actually first appeared in Muppets Take Manhattan. Fantastic movie from the 80s. should watch it. Um, and were so popular, Jim Henson made the cartoon. Um, I'm not sure where all the Muppet Babies came from. I was going to say, um, how did the Muppet Babies, what was, well, I don't. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't understand either. Yeah. I put in here, are they orphans? Uh, because if not, they're all related. And since Piggy and Kermit are romantic later in life, it seems weird. Uh, but I guess no more odd than a pig being in love with a frog uh, in the end of the day. But yeah, um, yeah they all live in a um, nursery and the nanny comes in and they're like, yes, nanny or whatever. And you never see, it's like, it's like uh, Charlie Brown where you never see the actual uh, parent person. You just see the Muppet babies and then they have adventures. Like they pretend to do uh, different things like Indiana Jones <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, Muppet babies. Wow. Yeah, and if I, you haven't seen Muppets Take Manhattan, which you shook your head like you had and you should watch I haven't. it. Yeah, Kermit loses his uh, um, he uh, loses his memory and he becomes a businessman. Then they got to put on a Broadway show. It's just a whole thing. It's oh, fan. it's great. Yeah, that sounds normal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that sounds good. It's a good one. A legit storyline. It is a legit no. storyline. Muppets Take Manhattan. That's for another day. So, oh, did you have right. the Muppet Babies? I did not oh, have that on my what? list. Goodness no. gracious! Nope, I didn't. Um, but my number three though is something you did have. Oh, okay. Which is Thundercats. Oh, you, so you're putting them up higher. Yeah. I thought as far as like the quality of cartoons uh, in the 80s, I felt like there are a few that rose to the top just as far as like storyline and interest and action and, and Thundercats for me was up there. Um yeah, and, and a lot of same things you said. Uh, animated, it was a, it was an anime as well. Um, uh, the only things that, that I'm going to add, um, I put a note next to uh, uh, Chitara. Chitara, she's this is good looking. Oh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> From a cartoon standpoint, uh, I'm not going to lie. Just in yeah, general, yeah, okay. Just in general, okay. Um, uh, yeah, the 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 saying thunder 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 can't so. uh, cool si- symbol. You still see people walking around now with the the Thundercats logo. Um, I put great head of hair. I oh. thought it was funny that you said that. He did have a great uh, head of hair. Uh, yeah. He could um, have been in any hair metal band yeah. in the 80s. Um, the sword, uh, I just put it, it It gave them sight beyond sight. Sight that was the, sight. you know. And then uh, I'm, I'm shocked of all the 80s reboots that this one hasn't had more. No Thundercats. You know, we've had G.I. Joe. We've had, uh, you know, Transformers. We've had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've had He-Man. We've we've had a lot of things, but. Are you one, wanting a live action I, I'm, Thundercats? I could, I'm surprised that they haven't 
<laughs> I think it could. I think it could work. That, well, they may have some PTSD. They did a live action He Man once, and I can tell you how that turned out with See, Dolph Lundgren. I liked that. One. Oh my goodness, no I one likes that it. one. That's awful. I thought it was good. No, it's, it's really uh, really bad for was like eighty seven or something like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Thundercats is my number three. Okay. Well, my number three. You know what? I'm going to play you the theme song, and I'm going to see if you can figure out uh, what my number three is. Smurfs. Oh, it is the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wasn't dancing around their uh, living room doing this first thing on a Saturday morning, huh? The la 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 la. Gargamel. Gargamel, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you cannot have a list without this. Uh, this is a staple 80s cartoon that made no sense. That's fine. Um, this uh, There were 100 male, 100 plus male Smurfs and one Smurfette. I don't know what's going on there, <laughs> by the way. Are they... Are they just? I never. Are they just popping up? I don't. I, I don't know where they come from. Like, how do you birth new ones when other ones die off? There's just one Smurfette. So, if Papa Smurfs, everyone's Papa. It seems like Smurfettes had a hard life. Is mm-hmm. what it seems like. And so, uh, I'm not sure what's going on there. And on top of that, they're always flirting with Smurfettes. So, uh, wow. it's 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 a weird conundrum uh, there in the village. I would say, but we didn't think about that in the eighties. Uh, mm-hmm. We just she was yeah. there, and then there was the rest of them. You had the sneezies, or you know, mm-hmm. you had your you what mm-hmm. the they had some stereotyped uh, whatever. Uh, we just wanted to ensure Gargamel and Azrael didn't eat them because yeah. that seemed to be the whole plot of the movie was we want to get them to eat them because they would always try to yeah, eat them. Yeah. So I, I don't know what else uh, what else was going on there, but they always tried to find the village so he could get them mm-hmm. so he could eat them, mm-hmm. and the Smurfs would always get themselves into his castle, and yeah. I'm like. If you just stay away from stay him, I away. feel like you'd be fine. But it seems like they yeah. cause themselves more trouble. But they've rebooted that. You you said it. They've yeah. made movies. They've done all kinds yeah. of stuff. Smurfs, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can have an 80s countdown of cartoons mm-hmm. and not have Smurfs. That was a must watch mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. I would wait for that to come mm-hmm. on. So, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, in my notes, I was uh, making connections between there were quite a few cartoons in the 80s that had a – they had kind of a, a copycat or a, a kind of a knockoff version. And I yeah. put Smurfs, and then there was the Snorks. Oh, yeah, Snorks. Which is kind of a Smurf knockoff. Underwater one. Smurfs. That's right. Yeah, yeah if it's famous that. one way and popular, make it make another one. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah. All right. That, that was your number three? Well, I'm going to assume Snorks isn't your number one now since you just mentioned it right there. Um, right? No, so, Snorks okay. is not my... No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I, it, it, uh, it didn't make my list. I the promise. Snorks. Yeah, all yeah. right. Uh, my number two? Is that right? It is number two. Yeah, that's where we are. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. A real American hero. Gotcha. Um, uh, Hey, my number two is uh, G.I. Joe. A a real American hero. Look at that. In fact, uh, I I don't think you can do it right if you don't play the theme song because that really gets it going. This is, uh, yeah, I can remember this song all the time. Yeah, it's not good. The guy singing it's a little interesting. I don't remember it being this bad. <laughs> no, because when you're a kid, you Did thought just him. Mention his hair? Just, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when you're a kid, you're just yelling at him, yo, Joe. So you figure, hey, and then G.I. Joe's there. So Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, this was another one that was uh, launched simultaneously as a toy line. Yes. 
like a lot of these I'm, I'm well, realizing were kind of the actual the, GI the Joe the actual GI Joe toy came out in the 70s it was yes. the real big one my dad remembers and then, it. Yep. but they yep. just had like the one GI Joe mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. Uh, and then this branched out where you made the mini characters yes. and then you had lots of them yeah uh uh, the toy line, the new kind of toy line that we know came out in 82 and then the cartoon came out 85 as a full cartoon series. Yeah. Um, I remember the public safety lesson at the end. Always. And that Love was those. where the now we know and knowing is half the battle. And that is another cultural <laughs> catchphrase that we yes, still say now. Well, and knowing is <laughs> half, half the, the battle. battle yeah. I think it's another thing I've probably told my kids. Well, now that you know and knowing is some half of those, the battle. Some of those PSAs were a little interesting, by oh, the way. They were gosh. talking about electricity. They were talking about all these things. Yeah. And I thought it was a little creepy. You're uh, like they'd have two or three kids, uh-huh. and then randomly this monstrous GI Joe character would pop up out of a tree <laughs> and be like, "Hey, kids, <laughs> you should not smoke cigarettes." That's right. Uh, Where'd you? You're gonna ride a bike. Wear a helmet, like, Duke. Okay. How long have you been there? Thanks, um, Destro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some characters that I put down: uh, Duke, Shipwreck. I had Shipwreck. I remember him. Yeah. Uh, scrap I, iron. I had so uh, many of these. Ba- uh, Destro is a bad guy. Cobra Commander. Uh, Roadblock. Bazooka. There's only one GI Joe character. My favorite mm-hmm. character, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Yeah, that and is Storm the Shadow. Character. Both of them. Yeah, Storm Shadow is okay, but Snake Eyes is the character. That's he, the one. And actually, he was the one. Like if you were playing with your buddies and they had uh, Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow, the yeah. There's I, a, it's kind of like with uh, Transformers. There's a couple of Transformers. That if somebody had them, yeah. Oh, they were the they were the, they were the cool kid, right? I had Snake um, Eyes. I, I in my it. notes, I put down. Um, there's that whole Sergeant Slaughter story time or yeah, yeah. storyline that just kind of took off. I didn't yeah. ever quite. He became a wrestler. Yeah, you had all kinds of stuff. And then for that. didn't uh, the refrigerator Perry? He had a. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had a storyline too within the GI yeah, Joe. Maybe. Yeah, multiverse. Um, yeah. Um, and then this has kicked off, you know, a whole line of movies here in the 2000s. You had oh, yeah. uh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra in 2009 and Retaliation in 2013. And then Snake Eyes had his own in 2021. So it's still yeah. going, still going now. Still going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah everything you said, I I was going to say a lot of the same things. Uh, I will say there was this huge aircraft carrier toy. Yeah. And I never had that. And I'd see it at Toys R Us. And it costs a lot of money. Yeah. And no one ever, I didn't even know a kid who had that thing. No. But they sold it and it took up like half your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never saw it in, I never saw it in real life. Uh, I only saw it on TV and I only saw it at the mm-hmm. store. So I remember but, that being uh, in the, the Sears Robot, Robot yeah. t- the toy catalog would yeah, come you out. You couldn't get that. And that would be in there. And I mean, every year you circled it. I asked for it. Multiple times. You'd circle it and yeah. give it to mom and dad. and yeah, they're like, I would ask for yeah. that, and what I would get was like four of the $5 action <laughs> figures. Well, yeah. this will be the same. Yes. Or they'd get me – I got the uh, fire plane. That was the big yes. one I got one year, yes. and I could put a G.I. Joe in the cockpit. And as so. we're sitting here, I'm – I did – this is – I'm this is coming – I'm pulling this out of nowhere. There was a, a knockoff line of G.I. Joe, and I cannot remember what it was called, but I remember oh. getting those instead of I didn't get those. G.I. Joe. Oh, I did yeah. get Oh, yeah. I can tell you I had a plethora of He-Man, and I had yeah. a plethora of G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. and I had a whole box of Hot Wheels. So oh, yeah. those were my big toys right yep. there. Those are the things that I had the most of. And mm-hmm. I had a few of the masks and some other ones. But, yeah, G.I. Joe, uh, I remember really wanting all the toys. Oh, I remember I would yeah. get them, and I'd be like, I'd have them. And they would fight. Yeah. Uh, what you would do in your bedroom, make them. I'd have like 
they'd have yeah. a fort on the bed and then yes. the other ones are on the floor and you, yeah. you had a whole thing right yeah. so uh, a lot of imagination went into that again toys uh, today's had kids own, their own aisle oh, yeah. i mean there was oh, just yeah. an aisle just goes on just forever. G. Joe. yeah so when we would go shopping with my parents because they would take us shopping all the time mm-hmm. And they would go to the worst places. And it's just, I don't want to be here. Like, this is awful, right? It's the worst places to shop. Sears, uh, you know, whatever. Point is, is I'm not having a good time. But they would tell me, you know, if I behaved, whatever, we'd stop at Toys R Us on the way home. And they'd give me Mm -hmm. 10 minutes just to run the aisles. Mm -hmm. And they didn't buy me anything. But they'd let me just run the aisles and see all the stuff that I wish that I had. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. So in my early years, it was the G.I. Joe He-Man aisles. Yeah. And then when I got older, it was the Nintendo aisle looking Mm -hmm. at the newest like video games. But yeah. So yeah. So G.I. Joe, also my number two. Um, So that is a, uh, yeah, we're at the three. Yeah. Uh, Our over-under was three. We're sitting Mm -hmm. at three. So Mm -hmm. well, before we reveal our number ones, let's head to the cut line. As we put our list together, we often find it very difficult to rank just 10 in each category. So for this segment, we will each identify two cartoons that just fell out of our top 10. We will also identify an honorable mention, which is a cartoon we missed the first time around, but found sometime later and really liked. So Rob, with all that, give us your first cut. All right, my first uh, cut uh, may not play by the rules, but it's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Uh, it was actually uh, originally broadcast uh, from 69 uh, to 76. Yeah, but they ran it in the 80s all the time. But they ran it clear into- and Didn't they have Scooby-Doo with his Scrappy-Doo or something too? Yeah, Scrappy-Doo yeah. like ran into the 90s, but the mm-hmm. original Scooby-Doo ran, uh, ABC aired various versions of Scooby-Doo until canceling it in 85, uh, but it ran in syndication forever. And then it got a reboot in the 2000s and- um, but you have uh, Shaggy and Fred and Daphne and you know the whole crew. Uh, but did you know Shaggy's real name was Norville Rogers? Yeah, that's his full name. I didn't, I didn't know, that. know that. Yeah, but he was voiced by Nobody Casey Kasem. That. Yeah, I mean, you knew that. Casey Kasem. Um, and then Fred Jones was uh, voiced by Fred Welker. Which, uh, I, if we have time, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, uh, and then yeah, we've had a couple reboots. Um, it's uh, TV in two thousand two. TV Guide uh, featured it in its list of the fifty greatest cartoon characters of all the times, uh, which was uh, Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo uh, is uh, so I. <laughs> Let, oh, I put catchphrase. Let's see yeah. who the, the whole idea of like who, 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 let's see who this really is. And yeah. then they pull the mask pull the off mask and it's off. old man Smithers from, yeah. you know, the let summer me, camp. Let me tell you my theory on Scooby-Doo. So Scooby-Doo is a bag, it, 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 good for Fred, but it's a bag yeah. of nonsense. So here's the deal. Fred, uh, he wants to hang out with Daphne in the worst kinds of ways. Yeah. All right. Um, and she's got this friend Velma who she's always got to bring mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. So Fred's kind of trying to work. This double angle is what he's trying to do. But unfortunately, Shaggy keeps hanging around with this stupid dog. Mm -hmm. So he says, look, let's jump in my van. He spikes a couple brownies or cookies, gives them to Shaggy Uh and uh, Scooby, gets them all stoned up, and then like goes, hey, let's solve a mystery. Did you ever notice Fred doesn't go anywhere Shaggy (laughs) and the dog are going? He's with the girls. Yeah. Right? So him and the mystery machine are together, and Uh then Scooby and Shaggy wander off somewhere. Yeah. And this is all a ploy for Fred to just try to get with the ladies. ladies. And unfortunately, he couldn't get rid of Shaggy, so he'd just get him high and tell him, let's solve a mystery. And then he'd have some old timer standing, hey, dude, wear this mask, you know, so that I can. This is all an elaborate plot by Fred (laughs) to score with (laughs) Daphne. It's all it ever is. So Well, and I thought it was interesting that uh, I don't think they ever, 
there was ever like a it was ever a secret that Shaggy was obviously a stoner. Oh no! Like I they mean, never hid they didn't that. Even I mean, they never, they never Look, overtly said it. They but, couldn't say marijuana. They couldn't say no. we're smoking weed. But so he, they're like, oh, let's have Scooby snacks. Yeah, we already know what's going on here. Like <laughs> I was ten years old, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I know what's going but I don't on think here. He's right? to eat so, those. Yeah, yeah. You know, he well, was eating those. Yeah, yeah, so for sure. So that's so, my first cut was yeah. uh, Scooby Doo. That was the heavy rotate. It was, I mean, it was constant. Was, that was a yeah. cartoon I just remember definitely watching all the time, so. all the time. Well, my first cut you mm-hmm. already mentioned, oh. so I'm going to go in with the lead song on this because uh, it has a good theme song after all. Go, Gadget, go. Right, this is good. We're back to the Inspector Gadgets. <laughs> There's some good synthesizer back there. Oh yeah. Yeah, so a lot of what you said about this, this is, uh, again, I watched it in syndication too. It was on reruns, but uh, it was after school. Mm-hmm. It was an after school cartoon. Um, I just thought it was I thought it was funny yeah. at times, and it was slapsticky, and that's yeah. kind of what it was in that age. That that made sense. Um, I probably didn't get all the things that were happening all the time, mm-hmm. but um, he had the cool gadgets. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, preparing for the show, I watched uh, a couple episodes. Well, I, I watched quite a few episodes on one day. I just let it play in the background, and... I was impressed with the, the, there was some good comedy. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that, uh, you know, airplane type, you know, where there's like a little one-liner type, you know, police squad type uh, comedy. And it well, was actually pretty funny. Voiced, the guy who voiced Inspector Gadget, that was his stick. Yeah. His, his shtick, his style. Yeah. And so they morphed it in, yeah. interweaved it into the yeah. into the show because oh, it would have made I, sense. Yeah. So. And I thought it was actually, I was like, oh, this show is actually kind of funny. Yeah. So, but, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. Uh, my cut number two. This it, this could should have probably been an honorable mention, but uh, I had to get it in. It was a cartoon called Brave Star. No idea. Got so, me on that one. Yeah. So this was eighty-seven to eighty-eight. Um, it it only ran for a year. Uh. But it was done by the same people that did He Man, so filmation. Okay. Um, also, uh, came, the cartoon came out after a fi- uh, the toy line, um, but it follows a Marshall Brave Star. His real name is John Brave Star. He's Native American. He's got the eyes of a hawk, ears of a wolf, strength of a bear, speed of a puma. Do you think this cartoon, if watched right now, is culturally sensitive i i don't think so <laughs> uh but it takes place it's kind of a they called it like a space western but he he's on a planet on uh, this desert planet called new texas it takes place in the 23rd century 2349 yeah um also has a moral lesson at the end very reminiscent of he-man because he's got a partner um whose name is uh 30 30 and he's this like horse humanid type thing um who's got a big uh like uh shotgun and he named it uh sarah jane oh. but his adversary is tex hex and he's the leader <laughs> of the carrion bunch so just to be clear yep. uh brave heart is that what it was oh, no, brave, brave, star, brave, brave star brave star brave star two r's a native american type uh-huh. his counterpart is tex hex yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We went, went far on that one didn't uh-huh. we and then, and then there were like prairie people that were like put into like kind of almost like slave labor oh, to mine this stuff called curium, <laughs> which is a fuel that would fuel a spaceship for like a year. Uh, um, 
Uh, Seems like a lot of themes that already yeah. were themes at that time. Yeah, they had ape cats. They had uh, bronchosauruses, dingoes. Um, I mean, it, but yeah, there was a feature film in 1988, which I never even heard of. But uh, yeah, anyway, and I remember watching this, but it. Uh, I also watched a um, like a documentary about it, and they, um, it, Mattel yeah put a lot of money in this they thought it was going to be the next big, next thing, big thing and it it was an absolute flop but yeah he had a little visor that came down and yeah. he could see and um <laughs> see through walls or whatever and they can run really fast and he was really strong and yeah so that was well, brave I, star i only asked about the cultural yeah. sensitivity because if you ever watch gi joe now <laughs> there is a native american character and they don't do a good job with him no at all so. well, and actually there was a an asian character and it, it, his his character name his code name was no. tunnel rat all right let's yeah. not do that <laughs> i don't think that it would not who was thinking of that uh, i don't I'm know like, come on now well my second cut you already said so let's roll the theme song and see if you can uh remember what you were talking about about it a couple minutes ago yeah yeah So yeah, that's the uh, that was them. Um, the only reason they end up on my cutting floor, they seem like a automatic in type, right? Uh-huh. But again, uh, this came out more in the late '80s, so I was starting to yeah, I was yeah, starting like to go cartoon. away from cartoons a little yeah. more. Um, you know, the cartoons I was watching then would have been like Ren and Stimpy and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of different types of cartoons. Um, so I wasn't, I, I knew what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was. I, I caught a few of the cartoons, but I wasn't really too much into it. Obviously, I saw the movie, um, uh, which is an interesting, interesting movie. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so everything you said about yeah. it tracks, and uh, it was it was an enjoyable thing. Big pop culture hit, yeah. lots of toys, things like yeah. that. But I was just a little too old for it at that time. Mm-hmm. So no, I think that's fair. That's fair. Um, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Well, mine is a is a cartoon called Star Blazers. Again, I don't even know what that is. Nope, that's two in a row. You found a random cartoon. This one, and this is another one that was kind of late 70s. Searching for a distant star, heading off to Wiscantar. Yeah, okay. So um, it's based off of a Japanese anime series called Space Battleship Yam- Yamoto. Did you watch this cartoon? Yes. Okay. So, I just want to make sure. No, no, no. But I, the reason I put an honorable mention is because I think it fits your definition. It's something I caught later. No, okay, right? good. Yes. I remember the, the, uh, the babysitters I was at, the older kids watching it. Oh, but yes. I remember being way too young. Like I don't. I just remember being on the screen. First of all, there was nothing way too young at your babysitter's house to watch. So <laughs> she probably just was like, "Yeah, get in there." We were watching. See what's going on, Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, Cobra. Cobra. So, yeah. Uh, no. So then years later, I kind of and I, it, so it the it came out in the United States in in seventy nine. It ran for three seasons, uh, but the the plot basically is it takes place in twenty one ninety nine. Earth has been attacked by this distant planet. The radiation is off the charts. They're only going to last a year. Uh, this uh, Queen Starsha from another planet <laughs> lands on their planet and gives them access to this uh, um, uh, technology, this wave motion engine that will take them to her planet which, so she can, they can get this thing called Cosmo uh, DNA. Of course. Uh, at the, on her planet of Iskandar. <laughs> uh, on, uh, so they, they transform an old World War II battleship uh, into a spaceship, they rename it Argo. Then they head off into space, and oh, yeah. um, uh, 
and it's the it's kind of a Star Trek ish yeah take on it, and then then it's their adventures through space to go get this stuff, and they're fighting this other this um yeah. uh, this enemy group and. Uh, Sounds like something. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to read this. It says television critic Matt Zoller uh, cites a vulture vulture recommended the series in 2013 as one of the eight great television series or miniseries people must uh, most likely have not seen before uh, stating that this epic series about a refurbished battleship setting sail across the galaxy to save an apocalypse ravaged earth remains the reigning masterpiece of the 1970s era. Um, of Japanese cartoons and his serialized storytelling was ahead of its time. All right. So it had like, it did have this really cool story setting. And then this one guy here Mm -hmm. said, um, uh, would have made their list of the top 100 greatest shows of all time. (laughs) Wow. Had they not excluded foreign television from the list. Nice. Um, So Star Blazers. Yeah. Star Blazers. Well, I don't know if I can follow that up because my show is definitely not a top 100 anything. (laughs) Um, My honorable mention is called Danger Mouse. Um, He's the greatest. He's fantastic. This was a British cartoon that came out in 1981. Uh, I did not see it. He's Obviously, the then I was like he's five years old. He's the strongest. He's the quickest. He's the best. It finally showed up in syndication in the mid 80s on Nickelodeon, and that's where I finally saw it. Um, for those that don't remember Nickelodeon, uh, little channel where they had. You can't do that on television, and they would slime people. Um, but yeah, anyway. So Nickelodeon, uh, this was a the cartoon was a spoof on James Bond. Uh, basically, he's a James Bond type hero, the mouse. And uh, I just remember enjoying it and watching it later uh, again on Nickelodeon. Uh, but fun fact, it was the first animated show on Nickelodeon coming on after the pop their most popular show. You Inspector. can't do that on television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, the, it was the first animated. You think about Nickelodeon now, you're like, that's all animated, mm-hmm. a lot of it. But um, it was the first animated cartoon they got. So Yeah. Um, you were talking about you can't do that on television. My son was just commenting the other day about um, they had some award show, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, the, the yeah. Award they show. slime people. And one of them, he's like, yeah, and this gal, was somebody was presenting an award, and she got like slime dumped on her. Like, And I was yeah. like. I was trying to explain to him that, that that's what happened. Like that's been around for a long time. Like that <laughs> long and, time. But yeah, I guess <laughs> they don't know where that came from. No, anyway. they have no. Yeah. That's because it's your job to teach them these oh, things. Man. And you have them not the given them the slime. I have not. I have All not. right. Well, slime yourself up and give us your number one. Uh, my number one, Transformers. Ah, good one. I had to go. It, to me, that is, for me, that was the classic 80s cartoon, uh, cartoon for me. That's, Perfect. It was on lunchboxes. It was on T-shirts. Everything. It was on, I mean, it's, yeah. they're huge movies now. And um, uh, The toy line was crazy cool. And um, <laughs> crazy. It's, it's the ones we wanted, right? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Starscream. Starscream. was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. He wanted to yeah. be the leader. He was a whiny everybody, little guy, and he wanted to- Yeah. Everybody know. wanted Optimus Prime, which I had, and everybody wanted Megatron, which, by the way, there were a couple versions of Megatron. Yeah. One, one, he turned into a gun. Yeah. And then one, he turned into a tape player. Yeah. They could play a tape, by yeah. the way. <laughs> no, and I, I put that down. I said, um, but I wanted Starscream. The uh, the one I, I always wanted was Jetfire. I don't know if you remember. He was a, he was yeah. a white and red jet. 
Okay. And that was the one, man, if you had that one, I just Megatron like, yeah. or uh, Optimus Prime, everybody wanted Optimus Prime. Bumblebee. Um, uh, the only one I, I, well, I had two uh, that I know that I owned. One was, uh, it was called a multi-changer, but I don't even remember his name, but, um, oh, it was called Astro Train. Astro Train, yeah. He was a steam locomotive, but he was also a space shuttle. I remember having that one. Yeah. And I also had uh, Jazz. Uh, sad story, though. He was in my backpack. Broke. Well, and one day, well, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I kicked my backpack all the way home. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you? And I just I kicked that thing in the air. I, just, I kicked it all the way home. You had a rough day. With uh, apparently. Cursive or something. <laughs> I got home. had to get something out of my backpack. Yeah. Pull it out. It's busted right at the waist. Yeah. You're not getting it. I remember taking it to my mom. I remember her trying to console me because I was like, that was a, it was the real transformer. Yeah. Because the other option was GoBots. GoBots. I had some GoBots. And I was like, <laughs> I, no, I, there was, I had got some the GoBots. GoBot and I was kind of like, okay, all right, I'll it's take still, the GoBot. Look, but it wasn't, it the, was not. The GoBots no. still turned into things, right? So, come but on. Let's, let's be honest. Transformers were cool when they first came out. Transformers, I had them, I loved them, got it. Yeah. But it started to go like they were like trying to just make money at one point because at one point they started being dinosaurs, they oh, started being bugs, man. They Is started it, being all kinds of other things. Well, yeah, pre-production uh, work, right? So I'm I'm know, on Wikipedia yeah. and I'm looking. Oh yeah, pages and pages oh, yeah. of all the different types and versions, and yeah. I was like, what in the world? Yeah, well, they that's had, what they. they, they had, I yeah, think the, I think in the movie yeah. Big, that's what they kind of make fun of is where he's like, it's a building that turns into a robot that turns into a building. Yeah, and Tom Hanks is like, well, what's fun about a building yeah but that's at the point where transformers they were just making everything be yeah. turning into something yeah because yeah. that was it and by the way don't bag on GoBots so much GoBots <laughs> were all right i had the little gray one it turned into a fighter plane it was all right no. you know and it was a little more handheld no. more portable no. all right no i don't think he should be no. bagging on the GoBots. No, I, I, I did have a transformer themed birthday party one time yeah and that's I, a good I, one yeah so transformers for me that's more than meets the eye there's the, the yeah. catchphrase for that one so I'm going to review my number one. It's not Transformers. And surprisingly, Transformers didn't make any part of my list, which is interesting, yeah, right? shocking. Yeah, so I loved the toys, and I can honestly say didn't really watch yeah. the cartoon. Yeah. So okay. um, it wasn't the cartoon I, I would go to mm -hmm. as much. Um, that all being said, my number one cartoon is, and you've already said it, He-Man. Okay. Uh, I'll call it that, Masters yeah. of the Universe. Stranger became the mighty battle cat, and I became He-Man. The most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. You know, this is, look, this legitimately, for a while, um, for probably a two-year window, was my favorite cartoon. Um, it came on at 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I got off the bus at like 2.48 and I would literally run the two blocks from where the bus let me off to my house so mm -hmm. I could get in front of that TV at 3 o'clock to watch He-Man. Um, See, that's it was something like kids won't event. know. Yeah. It that was, whole idea of like, I have to get home to catch it. I would sit on the bus, and if he was taking too long at a stop, yeah. I'd be like, the bus driver would be no. like, let's go. Because I was getting, I would, and inevitably no. I'd miss the first two, three minutes. Mm -hmm. And the part I missed was the opening, which I love the opening. Yeah. You know, you got him, it, it, again, if you go watch it now, it seems a little cheesy. Mm -hmm. uh, but you do the opening, he says, I got the power. I have the power. He turns into He-Man. Um, you know, before that, he's kind of a Prince Valiant looking mm -hmm. kind of dude. Yeah. And he's wearing a pink shirt. Yeah. I, I don't know who made these decisions. Yeah. But um, so the cartoon, if you rewatch it, is not great. complicated. <laughs> I guess the best way to say it. Uh, I don't know what's going on half the time. Yeah. And a lot of like uh, 
um, Skeletor's lines are weird and yeah. don't always fit, make sense. And so there's just a lot of things happening. Um, and the animation's really bad, actually, now looking back on it. But there was a time, this was literally my favorite thing in the world. And I was He-Man for Halloween. And I mm-hmm. had I had Castle Grayskull. I had both cats, purple and green. I had, all, I had tons of those characters. I would always get like three of them for a birthday. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty stacked situation. But um, yeah, I just remember this more than any other cartoon wanting to watch it so much mm-hmm. for probably like two years and just thinking it was the best thing yeah. uh, I'd ever watched. And now looking back on it, it's not the best thing I've ever watched. No. But uh, I'll, I'll live in that uh, seven, eight-year-old brain mm-hmm. and go, He-Man, he's, he's where it's at. Yeah. So. No, that's a good one. It's a good one. It is. So, well, those are our lists. Some other notable cartoons that didn't make mm-hmm. either of our lists. Pac- mm-hmm. Pac-Man. Okay. That was a that was one. Mm-hmm. A Gem in the Holograms. I don't know if you ever saw the gem. No, my my wife oh. will sing the theme song. It's a good. Theme she can song. sing. She can sing it. I, I will say I like it for the theme song. I, I can't. I can't mm-hmm. bag on Jim for that mm-hmm. at all. Uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. That was a good one. I remember. I watched that, that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And then the Ghostbusters had a cartoon there for a little while, and mm-hmm. I watched that on mm-hmm. a couple Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough that it made it do in you, there. Do you remember that there were two? Ghostbuster cartoon? Yeah, there was yeah, there were two versions of it. It was yeah. the real Ghostbusters yes. and then the Ghostbusters. That was I had nothing to do with the movie. No. It really had no yeah. the, the storyline had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. it was confusing. They're just yeah. trying to capitalize. There was a gorilla. Gorilla. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, you gotta have all yeah. that. Yeah. Um yeah, you said DuckTales. Um yeah, DuckTales. You know, the Snorks. Snorks mm-hmm. was not one I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, another one I put down that again was old, but played every Saturday morning, and really they played it after all the other cartoons, and that was the Looney Tunes. Yeah, Looney Tunes would always be on, I, it, um, so it would be on there. Popeye would pop up from time to time for whatever reason. Not sure. Uh, not a big Popeye fan, but it was there. And if you want to watch a terrible movie, go watch that 1980s movie with Robin Williams being Popeye. It's look, people think that's a cult classic. I cannot agree with that. That's yeah, uh, I don't it's rough to get through. So I, I had Garfield. Garfield's a good one. But then I also yeah. had Heathcliff. Heathcliff so was again, a good one, too. So, again, you had kind of the two cats yeah. that looked very similar. Richie uh, Rich was one. Yeah. You know, uh, Richie Rich. Do you remember a show called The Centurions? I don't. Yeah, that was, it was another I remember. One, kind of a mask type where they yeah. wore these uh, Well, that happened and, where something got popular and they kind of tried to make different mm-hmm, versions of it. Mm-hmm. I remember Pound Puppies. That was a good Pound one. Puppies. And you could buy the toys as well. Yeah. Care Bears. Yeah. Don't forget about the Care Bears. Let me ask you this. I think yeah. this is uh, this gets into kind of the uh, Seinfeld syndrome. No. Uh, Simpsons. That's more of a 90s. No, no. So that, an, I mean, it's an 80s cartoon. That was, it came that, out. No, the, that could have been a legitimate choice. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't really start watching The Simpsons until yeah. the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but I did. Wait, trust me. I was all about eat my shorts as much mm-hmm. as everybody else was. Mm-hmm. I had a t-shirt mm-hmm. with Bart Simpson on it that mm-hmm. said, eat my shorts. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, so one thing I was going to tell you is uh, j- uh, two characters or two uh, two voice actors, Jim Cummings and Frank Welker. If you do a little research, uh, Jim Cummings played uh, Afterburner and uh, Rip uh, Rip Snapper uh, as uh, Transformers, uh, El Capitan and Ducktales. He was multiple characters in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was multiple characters uh, characters in Chip and Dale. Frank Welker was, um, which is uh, just 80s, we'll talk about. He was the capuchin monkey on Lost, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He played Cujo. He was Stripe and Mogwai and Gremlins. He was uh, the aliens in Flight of the Navigator. He played a bunch of play, uh, characters in the Transformer, the movie. Um, 
He was a character in G.I. Joe, the movie. He was the gopher in Caddyshack. He was Prancer in the movie Prancer, and he was a bunch of characters in DuckTales. Nice. So I'm like, a lot of the voices we heard were- Same uh, guys. Were two two guys. Were kind well, of I will say that in the 70s, 80s, maybe even the 60s, I don't know, wasn't there for that, but voice actors used to do multiples and do all those cartoons, mm-hmm. and now it's gotten to where they hire more like famous people mm-hmm. or- Mm-hmm. Thanks to Robin Williams and the old Aladdin, they figured oh. out, oh, we yeah. can get legit stars and these will sound. Uh, and people will like it because they recognize mm-hmm. the voice. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I think if uh, you're looking for some 80s cartoons, we gave you just about everything you could think of. Um, that being said, we probably didn't. We probably missed something. <laughs> um, but uh, let's go ahead and shut off that TV as that brings us to the end of this episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. We hope you've enjoyed looking back at our favorite cartoons of the 1980s and talking about cereal a little bit. We do like cereal. If you like this podcast, hit that subscribe button and share it with a friend. Then head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us feedback and five stars, which will help the show grow and definitely feed Rob's ego because we got to keep that up. (laughs) Speaking of Rob, he and I love hearing from our listeners. So please leave us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or our website, which are all included in the show notes. You can also email us at 80s90srecall at gmail.com with comments or show ideas you may want to hear in the future. And we're looking for show ideas, and we've got our own, but we're always open to uh, doing something fun and different. So uh, so what are we doing next time? What are we doing next time? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, this is gonna We're going to go into the 90s, and we are going to cover our favorite hip-hop, R&B, slash rap songs of 1997. Wow. Yeah, so okay. first year out of high school for you. Um, it's a good year in mm-hmm. that genre. Lots to choose from. Say it one more time. Rap, uh, rap, hip hop, R and B, rap. Okay. Uh, they're kind of all tied okay. together. But okay. those oh, that'll be songs of 1997. Mm. That was my jam in 97. That was your jam. Oh, okay. All right. All well, right. we got anything else? Any more cartoons? No more cartoons. All right. Fancy goodbye. No fancy goodbye. All right. Peace out.